1: What's up, everybody? This is Jordan Rossler and Derek Ambrose from the Dynasty Builders Podcast, part of the DLF family of podcasts. Each week, we use film analysis, rookie breakdowns, ADP, analytic tools, and a dose of humor to ensure that you get actionable and practical advice from each and every episode to help you build a dynasty. Matt, appreciate you jumping on with me, man. Uh, All of y'all know, every single week, I just jump on after the college football games and talk instant reactions. Like, I don't care about all the stats right now. We got plenty of time to dive into stats and do all of that. But just, like, instant reaction of another week in college football and how we feel about these guys, whether it's the 2022 class, future classes with 2023. We saw some 2024 guys really blow up uh, today. Yeah. But uh, I got my man Matt Browning This is somebody that literally this was not planned. I literally text him, was like, what are you doing you just want to jump on and and, and and talk college. But Matt Bruning is one of the co-founders of Campus to Canton. If y'all don't know what that is, who they are, like, you know, I always say that I sort of got my start in Debbie and have kind of like just transitioned to prospects. But I always say the more you know about like next year's draft class and the year after that, like the better you can position your dynasty team to be good, like short term and long term. I, they're doing what I did like to the maximum, you know, with Campus to Camp. You're focusing on all the guys like freshman, yeah. sophomore, junior, senior, high school guys. Um, and they're the best in the biz at it. So, Matt, just kudos to you. Thank you for jumping on everything y'all are doing with Campus to Camp, man. Dope stuff.
0: Hey, thank you for having me. You know, I've been a, a big fan of yours for a while. I've, I've loved everything you've done. So, trying to uh, follow in your footsteps—it's a—it's you know—it's not easy to do. But we, uh, I, we appreciate all the love that you've given us, not just behind the scenes, but also out to everybody. It, it means a lot to us, and a lot of the fact of you guys—you uh, just take college football to the next level as well, which I think is better for everybody who loves the college football game. So, we're very appreciative of uh, all the love that you give us.
1: Yeah, man, it's deserved, but. Uh, now that we got all the pleasantries out of the way, what yeah. are we doing? What are we talking? We're talking about the games today. And for me, when I think about today, you know, you see, I've got the Trojans hat on. Like what was yeah. memorable for me today? Um, it was it was Jackson Dart, the the true the freshman coming in and in relief of Keaton Slovis. Um, he just listen. Slovis is a good he. People don't people don't remember that it was JT Daniels, and then it was like Matt Fink and Heaton Slovis two years ago. He was a third-string quarterback that got propelled into a starter's role, and he played really well as a freshman. You know, last season, you could say covert or whatever, he didn't play as well last year. And then today, it's unfortunate he got a concussion, man. But one of the things, like, when, you know, as a Trojans fan, uh, you just kind of learn about these players like little tidbits. Well, apparently, Slovis has had concussion history. Like, this is not... Like, this is something that's happened to him in the past, and I think there was an article or a quote that even his mom was reluctant on him playing at SC. So to see him get hit today, uh, you know, get the concussion, but that opened the door for Jackson Dart, who, I mean, I'm texting with my buddies from back home, and I'm like, yo, like, go get Mario Cristobal, get the Oregon staff down here to develop this kid. So for me today, Jackson Dart was, like, the highlight of my day, but I'm pretty sure you've got another young kid that you're going to talk about.
0: Hey, I mean, I, I love Dart too. I loved everything he did. You know, I, I've I was I'm excited to see him because they oh, USC has so much talent there, right, on offense. Not just the the wide receivers. I mean, London was going off today. You were talking about him being like the next Mike Evans. Yeah. And a lot of that was just he needed a quarterback to get him the ball like that. And I love seeing Dart do that. I mean, he can do everything. He was a very good uh high school prospect, can can do everything on the run. So yeah, I, I was really excited about uh watching him today. I mean I just want to jump off. I'm going to go a little negative right here. I mean, I keep getting told that, you know, these freshmen can't do anything. I mean, C.J. Stroud's out here struggling, man. Like, what? What's yeah. going on? I don't love it. And I hate criticizing a kid who's only played three games. But, you know. Nah, man. You, you just you just talked about Jackson Dart. I mean, look at what he looked like. I have not seen C.J. Stroud look like that in three games. Dart has already had more better throws in three quarters than Stroud has had in three
1: games. I got to ask you this, and you got to be real here, because I know, and maybe because I'm insider, but I know you really want to see Kyle McCord. How much of that is is factoring into your thinking of C.J. Stroud, or is it truly just off of the merit, like what you've seen him put on tape? If he was playing good, you'd say he needs to continue to start, right? Like I I just want to make sure you're objective here, Bruning.
0: I mean, I'll be 100% honest with you. There is some bias in there because you're right. I've been a huge fan of McCord for a very long time. I think he is the better prospect. I've said that. You know that. We've we've talked about that. I think he's the better quarterback Mm -hmm. there. But it's like 10% because if you follow all the stuff that I say on Twitter, I've never said CJ Stroud needs to actually be benched because – he hasn't played bad enough yet. That's that's the thing. Now, Oregon, you know, I went back and rewatched that game earlier this week and I, I went like based on a one to five ratio on the throws. And I felt like he Made more good throws than he did bad throws, but there's still the bad ones are just so bad. Yeah. When you have Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, and you can't just dump it off to them. I mean, I, I was using Bryce Young in a, in a group chat today and using him as an example. Like Bryce Young probably has the better offensive line, but I think Ohio State has the better group of wide receivers right now yeah. and the better yeah. running backs with what we just saw from yes. Travion Henderson. Yes, and all Bryce Young has to do is distribute it, and he's doing that. And Alabama is winning easily. Yes, Bryce Young hasn't played in Oregon-style defense like Stroud did last week, but if you go look at the metrics, Minnesota's defense is worse than Miami's, and Bryce Young tore them up in week one. Stroud did not do that to Minnesota. So it just worries me a little bit because the way I look at Stroud is when the X's and O's break down, and maybe this is unfair to him, I'll say, because we just came off of Justin Fields, and Justin Fields is phenomenal, but when the X's and O's break down, I don't think Stroud does anything to win you a game or do something that's going to win you a game that you you've got to have a quarterback who does that you've got two five-star quarterbacks who realistically you would think could do that and I'm not just talking about McCord Ewers I don't even care if they throw Jack Miller out there but next week when they go to Akron they better be up 20 or 30 going into halftime and I hope one of those quarterbacks just gets a shot just to go out there and show what they can do because the one thing is and I don't know how many people know this I'll say it right now Stroud's dealing with an injury, and that's not been yeah. widely reported. He hurt yeah. his shoulder back in the Minnesota game, so I do think that could be playing into some of why he's dealing with the throwing issues. Because I mean, you you saw it in the Oregon game after every hit, man. He was rotating so, that arm, and so, uh, so here's,
1: I, here's how I'm going to push yeah. back on you, and I'm just going to question you, right? Yeah. I I too, me and you both agree that I think Kyle McCord is the most, is more talented than CJ Shroud. And what I saw from McCord in the spring game, I was very impressed. But I just asked, do you think that maybe there's a possibility that the reason why they haven't gone to McCord is because he's not ready? Like, he's he's not? Like, do you think, or is Ryan Day just that stubborn where he's like, that's the guy I said is my quarterback and I'm going to play him? Like, what is
0: it? I don't know because I have people that I trust that I talk to that are in – I hate saying involved. They're a part of the program Okay. that tell me it came down to that last week, that like the last three days before that final scrimmage, Stroud started to separate himself from McCord. And what I was told – and I've talked to a lot of my friends behind the scenes about this – Day likes Stroud because he doesn't force the ball in there. McCord very much has that gunslinger mentality. He's not afraid. There's not a throw that he doesn't like when he sees it. Ryan Day doesn't want that. Ryan Day wants exactly what I was talking about with the distributing. He wants to distribute because he knows the team around him is good enough. And I think that hurts Stroud, though, some on game days because Ryan Day is very conservative in his play calling. People may not think that, but Justin Fields, yeah, Justin Fields takes the deep shots, and, and you'll notice you see a lot more already. What what Fields was doing rushing with the Bears in his limited games, he didn't do that that much at Ohio State because they didn't want him to.
1: Yeah,
0: I think Stroud is very conservative as well. You can't have two two conservative leaders of your offense there and win, in my opinion. So that's why that's another reason why I've always thought McCord was the better fit. Will we ever see him? I don't. I honestly don't think so unless Stroud gets hurt even more. I don't. Maybe it's a little bit of. You know, arrogance and hey, this is the guy I picked, and I want him to succeed. And um, maybe some of it is behind the scenes. McCord just isn't ready. That part I really can't answer. I would hope that that's the reason, and it's not Day's arrogance and being right. like, "No, I picked Crowd. He needs to succeed." Yeah,
1: but what we can say definitively is Travion Henderson is the truth, right? Like he's mm-hmm. the
0: he's better how- than Bijan. He's better than Bijan. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there yet. But if he does that again, I mean, come on.
1: I mean, come on. I mean, why isn't he? I'm just. I'm just uh, asking a question. I mean, why? Wh- why isn't he?
0: On those runs, and I, I want to go back and watch them. Um, obviously, see, I wasn't no in the greatest. No one can give a
1: direct. No one can give a good answer to that. Like, why isn't he? Like, why isn't? he? I that? don't think he has
0: as much. I don't think he has the uh, the burst that Bijan does. That's what I was going to say. I, I didn't. I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it as much. I feel like when Bijan hits that open field, he's gone quicker than Henderson. Like Henderson beat those defenders to the end zone, but it was getting. It was a little iffy there when some of those guys were getting up behind him. I think Bijan, when he gets up and goes, he goes.
1: But is he gone? I don't think he's. I know he's ripped off long runs, but he's almost yeah. like always caught, right? Like he's never housed one, has he? Like, and I'm just off the top. I, versus I Colorado mean, last year, I haven't. mean, even that long run versus West Virginia, where he did that crazy stuff. Like, I, I mean, everyone's saying he's got this burst and speed, but I, I'm just, a, I'm just asking. I don't have. I mean, any you twisted in front my
0: arm. Me. Travion Henderson's better. All right, I, I was, you know, I was trying to be yes, objective, but no, some I courage, mean, I baby. think. He's I I mean I uh, I didn't think he was going to be the no, I
1: didn't think he group. was going to be I didn't I knew he was good but a part of me is kind of like is he overhyped? like I watched Will Shipley and at, I think coming out I think I like Shipley a little bit more um yeah. like going into the process right y- you could just t- he's got he's just different man like he's different Oh Austin said he housed a 60 yard or 12 It's about time Bijan it's about time you, yeah. you said. Oh yeah, right. I
0: did. I did see people texting about, or tweeting about that. That he he did something. I mean, the okay. only, the biggest one I can think of is that last year. And Austin, you'll be able to tell me. is You're like the biggest Bijan tree throughout here. It was like a punt return or a kickoff that he just looked great on. They ended up calling it back because of like a holding call on like the opposite side of the field. But again, I want to go back and watch the game because uh, yeah. Henderson just he looked like he was going to get caught uh, quite a few times. And some of that maybe again he didn't play football at all last year, so he may still yeah. not even be. I mean, he's not even a year in the Ohio State program. Just let them continue to get that strength and conditioning in and everything. I mean, so, Henderson's going to be legit
1: So, next year. uh, Jason from Devi Watch, man. Uh Jason D Renzo, yeah. I don't want to say he just he tweeted out, it's, I just got on here and he said by the end of the season, Travion Henderson will be as valuable or more valuable in Devi formats than Bijan Robinson.
0: I I that's, don't disagree. I didn't
1: say that. I didn't say that's what yeah. somebody just said. So and, when I asked yeah. you, I I didn't say he was better, but I felt like you were holding back, and you can't hold back. If you think he's a better running back, who cares well, you if he's know, one year younger, man? Like, if that's when, what you when think.
0: We, when we're talking about Ohio State, I tend to get the bias label thrown at me quite a little bit because I do talk about them quite a lot. So I try to bring reserved more takes so that people look at him like, no, he that. is that good. So, well, yeah. you know. Well, okay. I love to be the people pleaser kind so of guy, right?
1: Let's, so let's let's go to another controversial topic that I just don't think right. should be a controversy at all. But we but we got to see Bryce Young and DJ Uiagalelei play this evening. Uh, Clemson escaped versus Georgia Tech, and Alabama escaped versus Florida. Like, let's keep yeah. it real. They they were stomping them early, and Florida came back. These two quarterbacks are so different in size, stature. You know, DJU 6'4, 6'5, 230, 240. Bryce Young is six foot. Yeah. Five ten, five eleven, one ninety-five. Um, but when I watch these two dudes play, it's it's I think it would be, I would think that you were flat out bullshit lying if you were like, those are the top two guys. Like which one do you if you asked me like which one do you like more and, and I knew nothing, I'd be like, Are you kidding me? this number five is terrible. Like if I just knew nothing, yep. I'd be like, he doesn't even look like a an NFL quarterback. Are you kidding me? It didn't even look like an ACC quarterback. Just looking at them now. Now, we all know because, hell, we were pumping him up to be the best quarterback in college. You know what I'm saying? The n- surefire number one pick in the 2023 draft. I, man, I don't even know if on an even playing field, I would take him over Michael Pratt and they're in the same class. Like, ooh, ooh, I like I'm it. just. I, I'm, I don't see it, and I know you've had some strong opinions on DJU. He has done nothing in three weeks of college football, nothing. Now, you can point back to the 400-yard game versus Notre Dame. You can point back to that, and I, I asked Notre Dame fan, how the hell did that happen? I mean, he threw some more yards versus Notre Dame last year than any team w- were able to accomplish. But that dude looks like somebody else because this DJU, yeah. he looks terrible, bro
0: no'm I'm, I'm with you I, I hate to say that I was looking at my stuff and Bryce Young has jumped him so I, I just recorded a, a Devi wire uh, podcast for the for the 32-bit group and I still talked about how I had DJU as my number one because I am always hesitant to move players too quickly uh, I, I know what he did last year and it was so impressive and I wanted to hold out hope that what we saw against week one in Georgia and how he did not look that good was just because Georgia's defense was just that. Damn good. And then what? he goes out there last week and throws for 170 yards against, I don't even know. I'm not even sure it was an actual college. And then he goes out there today and looks horrible against Georgia Tech, who, horrible. don't get me wrong, they've got one of the best players in college on the offensive side of the ball. I don't even know who they have on defense. Yeah. Rice Young has to be the one. I think I commented on one of your things saying that no, I think he's in a tier of his own. In all of college football, not just in 2023, he has gone out yeah. there and shown he deserves yeah. to be the number one quarterback overall in college. No doubt about it. And I don't know if I'd put Pratt above DJU, but I mean, I've got. Why not to though? Of, Tell me what, like, why not? I want to. I wanna see more from Pratt because I, I do like Pratt a lot. Last year he was very inconsistent and his accuracy throwing down the field struggled. I did not see that against Oklahoma. I was hoping right. to watch that game tonight, but it's still in that weather delay. Yeah, so I thought that it, was right. gonna be a yeah, yeah. is gonna be a great game. If he continues to play like he did against Oklahoma, which he did again last week, then I I would do it. I love Pratt, but I wanna see more of it. I, okay, I don't wanna so take say the this. one game. Sacrifice. Let me say this. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's a couple of quarterbacks that I believe in the 2022 class. Just in my heart of hearts, they're going to return for their senior season. Jaden Daniels being one of them. I just, I, he just, I I get the vibe that Jaden Daniels, he's going to come back. I don't think he's going to declare from Arizona State, for the those of y'all who don't know. If he's in the 2023 class, do you want Daniels or DJU right now with how they played? I don't care about which oh, their man. high school star rating from what yeah. you've seen on the field in, in four games from DJU versus a season and a half of yeah. Daniels, which quarterback would you
0: take? I would still take DJU because I think the arm talent's better. And he's got the. I, I'm not as worried about Daniel's size as other people are because he's very smart with the way he runs, and he doesn't run as much as people think he does. He, he's very much like I hate, I don't like comparing him to Lamar because he's not, but I, what I mean by when I, he runs like Lamar is he's smart about it. He gets out of bounds or he slides, he doesn't yeah, he take those big hits. hits, which is yeah, he huge. But DJU, I think he's just got the better overall arm talent. So I, I trust more that if he were to go to a good NFL team that would help develop him a little bit more, we could see more of what we saw last year. So I would still something. take DJU over I'm him. I'm going to tell you something,
1: man. There's certain things in football that you just, like, you can't teach. There are certain things in not having your nuts tuck up inside of you when you're sitting in the pocket. That's something that can't be taught. Like, you know, yeah. if you are terrified at 6'4", 240, to sit in the pocket and deliver the ball accurately or to tuck your shoulder down. And finally, I saw him run somebody over today. Like, that's not going to change, man. Like that, but you see a lot of these players who just, I I don't know if I would take Daniels over him either, but I think it's a hell of a lot more of a conversation than than people may think because I think there are serious, like this isn't, say what you want about Clemson. Like this is... This is DJU. Like, if you're that dude, if you're the number one pick, locked and loaded, top quarterback prospect, one of the, the, the Heisman favorites, you, you, you need to make it happen. Like, you need to, you need to score more yeah. than 14 points versus Georgia Tech. You don't need to struggle with South Carolina State, and you should have done something versus Georgia. Like, people were giving them a pass versus Georgia. I didn't give him a pass. I didn't yeah. give him a pass. I don't care. You want me to give you a pass for performing poorly against a good defense because that's what you're going to face at the next level, but then you want me to praise you when you throw for 400 versus South Carolina State? That ain't how it works, bro. Like, if you're supposed to be that dude, then you need to do that in those big dude moments. I'm not going to give you a pass because Georgia's defense was hard. Are you, like, what are we fighting? But everybody has a bad game. Everybody has a bad game. I didn't didn't say it's not okay to have a bad game. I said I'm not going to give you a pass for your excuse that that defense was difficult and that's why I struggled. No. No, I'm not giving any quarterback that that defense was hard so you can only thrive versus mediocre to poor defenses. That's not the guy I want to lead my team. So no, I've I never said he couldn't have a bad game, but don't give me that excuse that their defense was hard so he did bad.
0: I just – I, need, I don't even know what to think with DJU. I, I honestly I, – I don't want to – I hate blaming coaching staffs because I agree with you. Like Regardless of how good you are, we'll use the guys that just came out this year, which I don't think we're going to have ever a quarterback class stack up to what we just yeah. had. Justin – I mean, I'll go back – I hate going back to Ohio State all the time. Justin Fields and, and C.J. Stroud with what we just saw right there. like How good was Justin Fields to do what he did with this team last year, and C.J. Stroud can't yeah. do even half of it? So I agree, DJU has got to step up and and prove it. But I also think Dabo has not done a good job recruiting around him, and their Mm. their offense just doesn't make much sense. And and I've even gone out and said, I do not think Dabo is that great of a coach offensively. I'm with you. Everybody points back to Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, uh, was that maybe because it was Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence and not Davo Sweeney? So I I do worry a little bit about that with DJU because I don't think he's on their level. I think he's a step down where then I think coaching matters just a little bit more and maybe that is affecting him. But it's definitely been a weird season. I just don't know how you can go from looking so good last year against what Notre Dame was a top 10 defense at college to going out and looking so bad this year.
1: And three weeks in, like there's no yeah. more passes now. Like, even if your bad game happened week one versus a good defense, there's your bad game. But then to follow it up with a another poor game, and then this one, he literally didn't crack a hundred yards to the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's not that's not good. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Um, dude, just real quick, we don't gotta spend a ton yeah. of time with this, but Spencer Rattler, I'm just gonna say I'm not there. I have been very weary all season. Even coming into the season, I was one of the more vocal people saying that I I would not, if I'm an NFL franchise, I'm not hitching my wagon to Spencer Rattler. I'm sorry. I'd rather take Thibodeau or Evan Neal and try to catch somebody in 2023. I'll try to get DJU in 2020. I'm not hitching my wagon to, to Spencer Rattler. All the arm talent in the world. This is his second season as the starter. Just boneheaded mistake at the most inopportune moments every week. And today, Nebraska dared him to throw the ball, and he couldn't do it. He's pegged as this running quarterback. He is not like he's mobile and he can move, but he's not a dual threat quarterback. Mixed with the fact, I, I just, I, I think I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm not out. I'm not out. I'm out on. I'm not out on anyone yet, but. Right, I'm, I'm moving DJ uh, Spencer Rattler. In my rankings, he's going to take a little bit of a tumble after this week, man.
0: Yeah, uh, he did for me already. He's my QB four in that class okay, right now. I, I had him I'm,
1: four or five. I had okay, him four or yeah. five, yep.
0: I, I'm still holding strong on how He's looking good tonight. I think, you know, going into Blacksburg week one, I'm not going to hold that against him too much, uh, but I've got Carson Strong, Howell. Uh, who was the other one that I had over him? Uh, right. It it was a, uh, uh, yeah, how Corral, yeah, Corral, Corral's my number one right now. Yeah, um, same. Not not a bold take by any standards. I won't lie. Well, I, that just I, happened I recently,
1: th- but yeah. I, well, my, shit, I'm not gonna sit here and act like he's been my one for life. It happened right. for me. For me, I, my I'll move my rankings whenever. If if I see something that like I tried not to, but after what I saw from Corral, because I loved Corral years ago coming out yeah. of Cali, but. I just was like, dude, he's so inconsistent. He was pretty kind of wildly last year as well. But after week one, I was like, yeah, but I'm with you. Corral is my yeah. number one as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and as you mentioned, I would do the same thing, but we, we've talked a little bit about it on Twitter. I don't think the NFL will pass on Rattler because they put so much value on the QB that even though we all agree with that, like we talked about it this year with, uh, with the Jets, they should have taken uh, Sewell and pass or Fields yeah. you know, or Sewell. And and pass and try to get a guy this next season. Build that offensive line. And now Wilson went out there and had a good game last week. But we saw the offensive line was causing all kinds of havoc. Granted, Beckton went out, so that hurts him a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think that they should. But you know, so Houston—that's just a Houston thing to do. Houston's going to take Spencer Rattler, and they're going to tie their, their hitch their wagons to him. That's crazy. and it's going to it's going to be bad.
1: That if they do, that's going to be a colossal failure. Yeah. Like, Spencer Rattler in Houston is a colossal failure. But I, I think you're right because you can't you just see the the storyline going into, like, uh, you know, pro days, Spencer Rattler throwing it behind his back 90 yards, yeah. the arm talent, the crazy arm man. I, this quarterback class, I don't think there will be – I've tweeted this many, many times. I don't think there will be any consensus, and I honestly don't even yeah. know if we – will know who the QB one is until they're drafted. Like, until, like, draft day, I don't think anybody will yeah. know. It could be Carson Strong. I'm seeing more and more marks with Carson Strong at one. But he is, like, the anti-mobile quarterback. I mean, yeah. he will get you negative yards in a season. Every season, is going to be, like, negative 90 rushing yards. It could be Malik Willis. It could be Sam Howell. Maybe he's the safest guy. Um, I, I just don't think we're going to have any consensus in this 2022 QB class. Yeah.
0: If I had to put money on it, it'd be Corral. But I, I could see Hal going and someone pulling a Cleveland Browns and taking the, the safe guy in, a, in the next Baker Mayfield. I mean, in my opinion, he has the safest floor I out agree. of everybody in there. And so maybe that's what they look at. They say, hey, you know, we know what we've got with him. He may not have the upside that a Carson Strong has with his mind or an upside of Matt Corral if he can put it all together. Even a Malik Willis, if he can put it together. But he's safe. We know what we're getting. Let's move on or move forward with him. I, I'm with you though. I don't think there's going to be a consensus in that whole, the pro days and all that at the combine. That's just going to be, I, it's going to be so much fun to, to see all that stuff. Yeah. Cause this class is just so jumbled together.
1: Any running backs impress you this, this evening? Uh, besides, well, besides Br- Henderson, Br- Br- besides, Br- well, besides Henderson. And, and I don't, Can I, don't anybody we, match what I don't think we does? should gloss over that. What did he do? 22 for two, 200.
0: He, I think he finished third. I can't, I didn't have a chance to look it up. They were talking it about it on the broadcast. I think it was 274. Yeah, it was two, I think it was 275. But they were saying like it sounded like it broke R.G. Griffin's single-game record, but then some were saying he finished third in there. So regardless, he had a historic day against you know, Tulsa's defense. They were good last year, but they don't seem to be the same defense yeah. this year. Uh, I mean, outside of that, Bijan looks like he's having a good game right now. Verdell, same as well. I haven't really... Paid that close attention yeah. to a lot of the the running backs. I, Tank, I mean, I
1: heard Tank Bigsby look good. I, I'm he not was looking that. good.
0: Yeah, yeah, when I was watching that. Spiller, apparently was looking good as well. I mean, Spiller he's looked good. Spiller Spiller right now is probably the running back one in that 2022 class. I mean, Brees Hall has really not helped himself with as bad as he's looked to kick off this season. I don't know if he's going to bounce back. He's still. Holding tight, barely by a thread is my, my RB1 because, again, I think he's got that safe floor. I, I I know a lot of people don't. I worry a little bit about Spiller just sometimes. he He's not as physical as I want him to be at that size. He's great. He's, his foot footwork, we talked a lot about it last yeah. year, with what he did with the footwork king. has completely changed his game. There's times I think he could be more physical, and he's not, and he gets brought down a little bit too easy at times. That worries me, but doesn't mean that he can't change it. He's still probably going to be the RB1. I mean, I'm trying think to think of who be. else –
1: he reminds me of David Montgomery. That's who he reminds me of, like a less physical version of Monty. Like, and Spiller's going to have that profile. I mean, he caught over yeah. 20 passes those first two. I, I like him a lot. I think he's, I think he's got, and I saw Matt Miller tweeted out today that he said he's got the best NFL pro skill set. And I think he does. Um, I'll tell you somebody that people aren't talking a lot about, Bruning, from the 2023 yeah. class. That he's not going to be a first-round pick. He's not going to be a second-round pick. I think he could be, like, a third-round pick. But he's going to be, be like, you talk about the next Danny Woodhead type. Deuce Mm -hmm. Vaughn. I think Deuce Vaughn is going to be a player at the NFL level. Like, he had another nice game tonight. Like, just his skill set and what he can do. He's never going to be a feature back. He's not going to be a three. But just in that role that Darren Sproles, Danny Woodhead, Eckler light role. I think Deuce Vaughn is going to be a player at the NFL level, bro. I'm car- I'm telling you right now, Deuce Vaughn is one of those slept on 2023 running backs that I think is going to be a factor in fantasy, especially PPR.
0: League.
1: Check it out, NFL football is finally back baby and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find cowboys tickets or rams tickets or cardinals tickets anymore because tick pick that's t-i-c-k-p-i-c-k is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all nfl tickets tick pick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their nfl tickets don't believe it if you can find better prices. For the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are.
0: Hey, I can see it. I was just looking uh, once you mentioned his name, I pulled it up real quick. I've got him thirty-six overall in all of my college running backs. That's uh, from rank for two thousand two all the way down to two thousand four. So I like him. Uh, some of the twenty twenty-three guys. I mean, Brandon Thomas is guys a lot of people are talking about right now. Memphis red shirt freshman. He's having a a decent day, and that twenty twenty-three class is going to be really good. I mean, Zach Evans. I know they're on oh. bye this week, but last week he really blew up. You still got a guy like I know. I think you've said you're not really a big fan of what he's shown but I still think Kendall Milton can be a good running back. He's just got to get a shot at Georgia, uh, which Ugh. may not even ever happen. I know, but Ugh. I still like the I still like the skill set. I mean, then you got Marshawn Lloyd. Uh who, you Ulysses Bentley's Matt, kind of struggle. you are hanging year,
1: out right? in like 2019 Devi Land right now. You know Kendall Milton hey, Come on, man. Kendall he's, Lloyd, come on, he's Kendall he's got I'm the skill set. He's
0: got the skill set. He's got the skill set. Listen,
1: listen. I, I'm telling you right now. Kendall Milton there's no shot of being a first round pick. He will well, be yeah, lucky to be that. he will be lucky to get drafted on day 2. He will be lucky to get drafted on day 2.
0: Just He'll be a third Just round pick. He'll be a third round pick. All right, I believe this it.
1: This is on. This is on. T- you can it's believe on, it all you pick, want. Yeah. I'm, all right, we'll go. We'll revisit this. I, he will be lucky to be drafted on day two. Uh, but you're, you're I'll talking figure out about a way to hack
0: in and and, and delete this and if he <laughs> ends up getting drafted like the but sixth round or something. But
1: you're talking about the class though. The class is deep. Uh, Zach yeah. Evans did look fantastic, and it, and that doesn't even account for any 2022 guys that may return for their senior season. You right. know? So it's it's just going to get deeper and deeper. Yeah, Tank, 16 for 79, two TDs right now. Not a lot of people talking about Tank, man, but he's right up there for me. He's tier one running back in that class uh, with Jameer and, and Bijan, of course.
0: Yeah, I've got him three behind those two. Just because just yeah. we don't get to see enough of the receiving. I think he's a good receiving back. We saw it a little bit last yeah. year, but so far this year, he's not got it. And it's hard to be – you know, Jameer has just got those sexy highlights, and you know a lot of people just go in and <laughs> look at the highlights. And then Bijan, he's just he's at a, a known program like UT, and when he does what he does, yeah. everybody talks about it. So I think Tank gets a little bit overlooked because nobody really pays attention to Auburn except for to talk about how much Bo Nick sucks. Outside of that, nobody really seems to care about anything with Auburn. You
1: think Nick's has got a shot, man, at no. the NFL? You know, I'm just no. oh, at
0: thinking? the NFL? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he can get in the NFL. I, not as a starting quarterback. No, I okay, thought I, was just I thought wondering. you were going to go toward like the. No, the, no, Some no. people talking about QB1 stuff. No, I, that ain't happening. No, I think no, he could no, be no. a backup. I mean, he's got decent skills. He's just not consistent, like yeah, at all. He's just
1: consistent. Yeah. It's sk- yeah. a good point you made. He's got the skills, and that's what separates a starting quarterback from a backup quarterback, yeah. right? Because all of them could throw the ball, but it's consistency. Which one of you can consistently throw it, you yeah. know, and complete to the receivers? Um, I'm sure we're missing people. We're just doing this off the cuff. There is no show yeah. sheet. Receivers that impressed me today, Traylon Burks to be that big and run that fat like that's just that's insane. Um, Looks like uh, John Dotson's having a night right now, eight for seventy-five. There was another receiver that balled out today, Drake London. I love Drake London. You know, I'm, I'm a USC homer as well, but I think Drake London is going to be a high NFL draft pick as well. That big, that basketball background. Size, what do you think about what what were some receivers that impressed you today? Uh,
0: there's one guy that I really liked has had a massive day today, and I was trying to find it. He plays a uh, place for Memphis, calvin Austin. he's not calvin the biggest Austin. wide receiver, yeah. Yeah, he's but with what we've seen, the NFL is not afraid to move to these smaller guys, now, especially in the slot. This dude is a legit track star. Uh, he actually had to walk on to Memphis on the track team, won a scholarship, then came over onto the football team. And you it's see crazy. that track speed on there. I think he had like a 95-yard touchdown reception today where yeah. he just was outrunning defenders. He's a kid I really like. He, unfortunately, the the – Analytics people are not going to like him because he didn't blow up till that third year. But he's yeah. having a, he had a great third year. He's having a good year right now. He's a kid. that I think is going to get drafted probably fourth round, maybe fifth round. That could that could really blow up. Like I said, I mean London had a really good game. That that touchdown Traylon Burks had was just ridiculous. <laughs> you, you wouldn't even think he's. That big, and then you when you see him running that fast, and it's it just you know, it shames me that I still have Garrett Wilson over him, but I've got to do no, it. No, 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 my, no, no, my, no, my no, 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 no,
1: no, don't shame yourself. Jared Wackerly and I had this conversation on Friday because to me, it's those two, and I've had Traylon Burks at wide receiver one for the longest, so just he's just going to stay there for a little bit. But I, I did make a case for, for Garrett Wilson because to me, and I don't like to comp players often. Like I just don't throw around comps. But Jared and I both, Jay Wack and I both agreed. Like Garrett Wilson reminds me like Keenan Allen, and Traylon Burks. For as much as I love him, he reminds me of a better receiver version, but less physical version of the same player of a Lavisca Chenault. Like I think Traylon Burks, because of how Arkansas uses him. If I mean he runs the ball, he plays quarterback, he plays tight end. But 97% of his snaps come out of the slot, right? And Traylon's whole game is get the ball in his hands quick and then let him yeah. 6'3", 228, and he's probably going to run like a 4'5". Like, he's just – he's going to be a size-speed specimen. Um, but I, I think Garrett Wilson's ceiling, when I watch him, is like Keenan Allen, whereas Burks just – he reminds me of nobody in the NFL right now. Like I said, Josh right. Gordon was probably – like, but like jo- a, a Josh Gordon type player is what I said, but the way they use him is like Lavisca Chenault, not Josh Gordon. So I don't think it is crazy that you have Wilson over Burks. I, I really think flip a coin, and I'll be happy with either of those guys.
0: Yeah, I just I love Wilson's route running a little bit more. And I the way he is able to create separation sometimes in like such little areas, uh, the way I think some of you guys always word it is uh, like he can create separation in a phone booth. I just love and his body control, I, I think, is is elite. I I, I tried not to use that word anymore, but I think uh, Wilson's yeah, I think he's going to be really damn good. Am
1: I crazy for having Dotson over Olave as my wide receiver four overall for the 2022 class?
0: I mean, I wouldn't have him there, but
1: you got I don't a Lave, think Anything's crazy. You got a live high?
0: Not really. I think I've got him. Help. Let's see here. I'll pull mine up really quick. So I've got him at seven right now.
1: Mm. So I'm even more bullish on a live than you, which is crazy.
0: You're the I'm Ohio just, State guy.
1: I'm a little concerned too, but I've been I've been yeah. talked into him.
0: And it it hurts, too, because I put Pickens over him, and I just – I don't know what to think with Pickens. Like, I love the skill set, but it's just – he hasn't ever – I feel like Pickens is going to end up being one of those guys who, like, just balls out a couple times here and there, but he just never puts it all together. Had the injury this year. I mean, and some of it definitely is on the quarterbacks. We saw him once Jaden Daniels took over last year. He really started having a good season, but – I don't even know if he comes out this year because if he doesn't play, I don't know how NFL teams are going to view him. He's got the skill set, but he's never really produced on the field. So I don't even know if they would take a shot on him being like a first, second-round pick. So then as he comes out and and not go to a 2023 class, and if he does that, I mean, then you're competing with Kayshawn Boutte and yeah. JSN. I mean, that's a, that's a good class as well, and I think he could that's get buried really in that place. class.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you make a good point there. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. We didn't – um. Real quick, Kenneth Walker to me is a top five back in the class, Um, and he's bigger than I thought. He's he's two ten, like he's got size to him, right? Um, Yeah. uh, Kenneth Walker, legit. I got to give Michigan their props, man. Look, they're playing well. This is something I did not expect. I know (laughs) it's hard for you to say anything positive, but you got to at least. Oh, I like this. They're a football team.
0: That uh, that's the that's the prop that I'll give them. Yeah. Casey Thompson, uh, apparently he loves himself some Xavier Worthy. I saw that. He was uh yes. Chris Whittington and uh or not Chris Whittington, Jordan Whittington, Jordan Whittington. and uh who's the other guy there? Uh, I Troy? can't remember who. Yeah, well Miri I think's been hurt. Or, yeah, uh, I, Joshua I think, uh, uh
1: yeah. Moore. Uh Moore. Yeah,
0: those those two seem to have like now completely disappeared. That card is gone and it's all just it's yeah. all just worthy.
1: Go deep. Get worthy the boss. Now you talk about speed. That's a dude with some speed. Uh, I can't. I can't get you out of here without talking about Kyron Williams. The Notre Dame people in here will light me up. What are your? I look at Kyron Williams and I'm like, what is he at the next level? Like, you know, especially when you're talking about fantasy. I'm just, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, he's a good player. He like, to me, he's just a backup running back. Like, I know they use him in the passing game, but I don't see him being like a third down weapon. So. Is he just a backup running back that you're hoping that he gets an injury start? I mean, am I am I too bearish on Whittington? I mean, not Whittington, but Kyron?
0: Kyron, no. I, I've i not been big on him either. I'm worried about his size. And I know a lot of people say that it shouldn't matter, but we've seen the past couple draft classes. They've faded those guys that don't have the size. I mean, look at what Kenneth Gainwell did. You could argue was one yeah. of the most productive college running yeah. backs, and he didn't go until, what, the fourth yeah. round? I think it was a fifth, fifth round. Yeah, fourth or fifth, fourth yeah. Round, so, yeah. And Kyron is around his size and he doesn't have the production. And granted, it's at a better school than Notre Dame, so you can value that however you want. I I text Jared about him the other day because he he put out his uh, new podcast and I listened to it. He talked a little bit about Kyron Williams in there. I think his upside is Austin Eckler with what he can do in the receiving game and and the way he runs. That's high praise,
1: man. Like, I think people say Austin Eckler and that's, yeah, yeah, that's ceiling. That's ceiling, ceiling.
0: The, the one thing I think could help him get on the field is for his size, he is not afraid to take on any defender when it comes yeah, to the blitz. A big- like, he, lo- yeah. He yeah, will light he up linebackers, which is insane because, like, we're the same height, definitely not the same build if you've ever seen me in person, <laughs> but we're the same height. And if I saw a dude like that running at me, I would not try and block him. I would try and trip him or something, but he's not afraid to take those guys head on. So I think that will definitely help him when he gets to the NFL level because that matters. You know, you don't want to see your quarterback getting killed because your running back couldn't pick up a blitz. But I don't know – he's great lateral speed, good receiving back. I just don't know that he has everything to make him an elite back. So I'm with you. I, I don't really love anybody in the 2022 class. And I, like everybody talks about Spiller being the best, and I still am not sold on Spiller. So for me, I, I've literally gotten rid of all of my 2022 picks that I can and just all in on 2023. And, of course, that class is going to let me down next year more than likely, and I'm just <laughs> you know, like dug myself a massive hole. But I've I, I just – you don't like
1: You don't him. like Zach Charbonnet? No.
0: Wow He looks better. He looks better this year. I'll give him that.
1: He looked good as fr- – real good his freshman season. Yes. Very good. He was one of the top top recruits coming out 2019 class, Oaks Christian. Looked great. He didn't play last year. For whatever reason, he didn't play. There's never been a time yeah. he hasn't looked bad. He's going to be – he's going to run sub 4-5 at 220. He can move. He what can. What don't you like about I, his
0: game? I don't. I'm just challenged. I'm just a, a little worried. Like. I'm a little worried about his physicality. He definitely has the speed. Hey, let me let me finish. I don't love the UCLA. I think that the the scheme that he runs in helps build his stats better than what he
1: is.
0: Hey, oh I'm just I'm, I'm just gotta say it.
1: Seriously, I'm, you I'm sit here dead and serious. say. That running out of an I four out of a single back formation and yes. that running scheme helps him, but then lose yep. your shit over Ohio State's running scheme that is open lanes for everybody going back to the well, beginning time. Yeah, and difference
0: that's, and that's, in the opponents that they've played. I, I value the defenses that they played a little bit more. I don't the know who. Yeah, who's Charbon who is Charbonnet beat or who is Charbonnet run all over? Don't well, give me Hawaii, who is like a hundred and twenty.
1: He ran through out some of, of the Big Ten as a true freshman. He ran through the Big Ten as a true freshman. So that, that there's one thing. He ran okay. through LSU in week two. There's
0: another LSU. thing, and he's I mean LSU's like running through a wet paper bag. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I could be wrong on Charbonnet. I, I, did, I,
1: I think there's so much Michigan hate in your soul. No, that that's it not it. I'm glad that he left through. Michigan. That it is great for him.
0: Through. It is so good for him that, <laughs> that he left there because now he can show what he truly is. I, I do think maybe I hold on a little bit too much of what I saw of him at Michigan. It, it's hard for me to trust that he's as good as he's shown. So that's why, like, I still have him. I think I had him at 23 in my RB rank. So that's still again of 2022 20, through 2024, 20, 23 overall. He might move up more once I see a lot more of him play. I just – it's hard for me to trust that that's really what he is three games in after what I've seen for two years because you're right. At Michigan, he was good at a freshman. Then he – I don't remember. It wasn't because of an injury, right? They just stopped playing him.
1: They just – he I mean, first of all, COVID. So let's – I don't even know how many games he was supposed to play. But he had 19 carries last season. 19 carries. So – but – We asked Harbaugh why every like why was Hassan Haskins a converted linebacker? And I know Haskins balled out today. I don't know what happened the sophomore season, I don't know what happened last year with Michigan. All I know is as a true freshman, 149, 726, and 11 touchdowns. And then so far this year, on 17 carries, he's got 223 and four, adding another two uh two receptions. So I just I'm just asking, I'm just I hope you're not a real white truther. I hope you're not uh, a god, no. okay. god. No,
0: god no. Yeah, get out of here well, with that guy. He's not. I don't, okay, I don't okay, understand. No, I. I'll be honest. For me, it's not. It's not the Michigan. It's the Michigan thing, and for whatever reason, he never really got the job. And maybe that is a hardball thing, right? But I mean, we can't rule that out at all. But Haskins has gone out there and looked as good as he has. So that makes me wonder: could he not beat out us on Haskins? Maybe, and if that's there. the case. Fair. Like Hassan Haskins is not what we would think is going to be a very good running back prospect when it comes to the NFL. So no. if Charbonnet couldn't beat him no. out and then he goes into UCLA and what I meant I should have clarified on the scheme because you're right it's not like difficult but what Chip Kelly has done for running backs and getting them into yeah. the NFL is what I meant why it was a great move you think? You think? for Charbonnet to go there. And I don't know that any of those guys have been great when they get to the NFL level. So that scares me. Now, you shouldn't, as you've always said, you don't, you're not supposed to scout the helmet. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's I, I understand what you're saying about Chip that. Kelly. That, that's that's yeah. totally fair. Uh, I'll get you out of here after we talk real quick about Desmond Ritter, who, and I'll be brief. I know there's some people trying to hype up uh, Desmond Ritter. Wink, wink. Uh, De- Desmond Ritter. Hey. Yeah, 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 I'm just messing with you. I'm telling you right now, you're looking at Kellen Mond, a slightly better version of Kellen Mond. That's who Desmond Ritter right. is. I like the kid. I, I love like just the way that he plays, his passion. I do think he has a really good skill set. But Kellen Mond has a good skill set as well. I think he's Kellen Mond, a slightly better version of Kellen Mond. I have no interest in him outside of C2C leagues, like as far yeah. as like Debbie or next year's rookie draft class. I have zero interest in Desmond Rudder.
0: Zero. When when did Mon get drafted? Was it third round, fourth round,
1: third round, third round? College slightly. Was a second if rounder he's in. if he's a
0: slightly better version of Kellen Mon, that means it could be a second round pick. I'm all in, baby. I'm all yeah. in. Yeah. That, that all it takes is for him to go out there. I agree. I mean. Mm-hmm. I like what he has with his arm, and he's not quite the athlete I think he's given credit for, but he is a good runner. He's just he's runner. it goes kind of back to what we said earlier with some of the court. He's inconsistent. And he doesn't, I think, handle the pocket manipulation very well. Uh, I think he takes a lot of unnecessary hits in the pocket, doesn't do a good job of I like it when a quarterback pulls like the Sam Howe of he gets out of the pocket, removes the pocket and then still looking to throw, where Ritter yeah. I don't think always does that, and when he does, it's not accurate. He's not good throwing on the run. But if he gets second-round draft pick, I mean, all yeah, it takes sure. – there's a lot of dumb here's organizations. No, it does the matter. There's a lot of dumb organizations out there, and if he gets second-round draft capital, and he sits behind – like, let's go back to the Texans. Let's say they're smart, and they go, you know what? We're going to take Thibodeau, and then we take yeah. Ritter in the second round. Tyron's not going to be back, and you cannot tell me they're going to start – uh what was the dude's name from stanford davis. davis mills over desmond ritter it's not i don't care that he was a five-star quarterback first in his class and dude, smart
1: ritter is kellen mon 2.0 and he might not get the draft capital i'll
0: just say that if he doesn't get the draft capital then it'll just be another l that i've taken but <laughs> if he can get taken in the second or third round i think he's gonna be this is I, this he's is, gonna get a shot and that's all that matters Quarterbacks get injured. You do, see you do a good formats. job.
1: You get a. You do a good job of playing both sides of the fence, but you got to let that shit go, Matt. Like you just. No, I, I think he's going to be a second can't... round pick. I've said okay. it. I, okay. I really you think he's think a second he round pick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love Ritter. I loved him since last year, and I, I don't. He you know KB what? QB
1: ranks. Where's he? At? If you say he's a top uh, five quarterback, up. no, you should, no you not you top gotta, five.
0: Okay. When I did okay. mine the other day, I think I had him at nine when I did that. Not ten. At ten when I did that. When I did that podcast, that includes. Twenty, twenty-two, three, and four. I'd Quinn Ewers over him, so you know that's yeah, debatable. Yeah,
1: no, that's not debatable. Eh, <laughs> that's it's,
0: debatable. it's still Arch- a little bit debatable.
1: When will you take Arch Manning? <laughs> Six, four, two. I have
0: I have not seen enough on him to say because I don't even think he's the best quarterback in his class.
1: They got him twenty-four-seven as him number one.
0: Yeah, right and I'm now. trying to remember who the quarterback is that is better than him. I, I'd have to pull that up really, because I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I've been all in love with uh with Drew Aller. <laughs> this here is this recently. is how
1: this is my this is how you know my people listen to me because this is such a Ray G comment. Feel free to believe that and draft them accordingly. I'll be fine going a different direction.
0: <laughs> Who Ritter? Hey, well, uh, I mean, I don't really have to Ritter. worry about. I don't really like pay, play in any more <laughs> dynasty leagues, but uh, yeah. yeah, hey, I'll be fine taking them. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where people discount these these quarterbacks that I think can be good. It, it, it all takes is an injury. He may yeah. not give it back. I mean, I, again, well, I understand moves, he's not.
1: You're oh, right. No, you're right. The value is you take those players, and because think about Kellen Mond. For a lot of people, the moment if something happens to Kirk Cousins and the moment he's announced the starting quarterback, like he's got value. And the prudent move would probably be to trade him away uh, before the first game uh, tech goes underway. But, yeah, I can see Ritter doing that. But, Bruning, man, I appreciate you jumping by uh, for 45 yeah. minutes just to talk some college. Uh, you have a show coming up right after this. Can you let the people know where they can find you and check out your stuff because you're doing yeah, great stuff we in the will. college
0: space? We will be live on Twitter, on my Twitter handle, Austin's, which is at Debbie Deeds, and then on YouTube at our YouTube channel, campusdecanton.com. The quarterback I was mentioning is Malachi Nelson, 6'3", 180, going to Oklahoma. He's going to be right behind Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley just continues to produce that QB factory. Uh, so, yeah, he's the guy that I would take over Archman. But Yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, live on our YouTube channel. You can find us on Twitch, too, at Sports Fanatic MB. All that good stuff. Live here eventually. I don't know. I turned my TV off, so I don't know what the game is at. So once that game ends, we'll be going live. I
1: think it's still the third quarter, and and Ole Miss just kicked off. But, again, appreciate Ooh, you. Please check out the Campus to Canton, guys. Campus 2, the number 2, canton.com. Doing fantastic work. Keeping you one step ahead for your dynasty leagues. Make sure you all tap into stream. But I appreciate y'all checking me out. Y'all know I'll holla at y'all later this week, man. I'm out. Peace.